Hey guys, I'm Renalises, and you're listening to Witchy Intention. Deities. Beginning witches are excited when they hear about deities, and most want to jump right into it right away. As someone who works with Seven, let me tell you, it's draining. Most people will simply tell you a big fat no at the mention of deities, and not really tell you why it's not for beginners. For one, it takes a lot out of you. You will feel mentally and physically exhausted, especially when you're new to it. For two, deities are a big step in your practice and you must work on the fundamentals before you even think of working with them. If you don't work on your grounding, shadow work, meditation, and basic knowledge of witchcraft, things can spiral out of control. This can be very dangerous very quickly. Deities are gods after all. And someone weak trying to handle something powerful, it's disastrous. Think of TV, video games, or movies. When someone who doesn't know what they're doing or trying to summon things they have no business summoning, it turns into a horror shit show. That's kind of how you should think of deities. However, you are more than capable of worshipping them just like any other religion. Pray and leave offerings. You can even ask for guidance from them, and that's perfectly fine. But do refrain from actually using them in your spell work. Let me tell you about the differences. I have yet to actually go into spell work, but you always, always cast a circle. So working with would be talking with a spirit guide or deity... At any point in your spell, your circle is a sacred place that is intended for your energies. By inviting other beings into the circle, you are allowing them access to your energies. When seeking help, you pray and ask for a sign. Remember to keep this away from any sort of spell work. You do not want just anyone to have access to your energies. Anytime that you invite them into your circle, they are able to use your energies and feed off of it. Now, inviting them can be as simple as saying their name. From this point, you are working with them. Because once they, because once they can work with your energies, they can affect your spell work. If it's an entity, they can then cause some potential harm. By allowing them in your circle, you're opening up the chances of that happening. Spells could go wrong. You can end up in the hospital. There are many stories of novice witches opening their circle to these entities because they don't know any better. And not to scare you, but you could wind up dead or even in the hospital. I have said witchcraft, as fun as and exciting as it is, can be very dangerous. Don't underestimate its danger. You don't have to be fearful of its danger, but don't just, you know, don't, don't just go for it and think that it's not. And you need, and I do these things not to scare you, but to educate you. You need to know exactly what you're getting into. And that's the purpose of this series. Though I have been saying deities, this also includes spirit guides, such as the Fae, angels, ancestors, and everything in between. When you do get to this point in your practice, you can, in fact, mix them all together. I primarily work with the Greek Pantheon. However, I have called upon others to aid me in messages from 
time to time. For example, I do not work with Apollo, however, a friend of mine has been seeing signs of him with the name being whispered in the back of their mind. This friend came to me to see if it was really Apollo or something else pretending to be a god, because believe it or not, that actually happens quite often. There, and the reason this happened, and this happens more with baby witches or witchlings, because they're more prone to believing things that isn't a god when told it is. This friend knew that and consulted me about it. As a result, I found out it was Apollo and had him aid me in a message he wished to tell my friend through tarot. This was an example of me working with a god who I do not usually work with. However, it is very much okay and actually encouraged to do some reading into your spirit guides such as deities, angels, and so on. Reading about their lore and things associated with them. This will help you later or even now if you have been seeing signs of them. However, if you're... However, if you... Anything... Hmm. However, if anything, if you're anything like me, you'll fall far down the rabbit hole of deities. I've been studying on Greek and Roman mythology in the Pathion, Pathion since fourth and fifth grade. Later, when I moved halfway through fifth grade, I was thrown into a group where we were to choose a topic and do research on it. The theme we chose was Greek mythology. The god I chose was Hades. I had always felt Hades had a bad reputation with... Uh, with that, I had a crazy goal to try and explain to everyone in my class he wasn't a bad guy, that he was just a guy who loves his wife and dog. Here I am nearly 10 years later working with him. Did it take me a while? Yes. Will it take you this long? Maybe not. For me, most of the years I have spent being a witch was studying rather than actual spell work. You learn by doing, sure, but when you already know the knowledge, putting it into action is easy. Not to mention, not all of us could do. Not to mention, not all of us can actually do spell work due to this and that for whatever reason you're still in the broom closet for. Now, once you have done your research, keep an eye out for potential signs. It's best to look into all the gods. I have a witch who. I had a witch who thought she was dealing with Hades when in actuality, during. When in actuality, we found out it was Anubis. They both are similar for what they rule over, so getting them confused as a beginner is understandable, especially when you only do research on one type of lore, like the Greeks. It's best to explore all the lore of the different types. You have Egyptian, Greek, Roman, Norse, Celtic, Japanese angels, fae, and so many more. Do you have to read up on all of them? No, but you probably should, just to get a general idea of a little bit of all of them. But let's be real here. Not everyone is going to, so pick five. And then start out. Um, pick the five that you feel most drawn to, and then go fall down the rabbit hole of deities or spirit guides. Angels would be more spirit guides than deities, along with fae and mermaids. Um, do be very, very careful when dealing with fae and mermaids, though. Um, <laughs> and try not to let them have any of your personal information, because they... they eh. 
I will do a whole thing on the fairies once I have learned more about them. I personally don't know too much about them. Um, <clears throat> also, do keep in mind that if you were seeing signs of one, they could simply be a message for you rather than being a potential deity to work with. Like I had explained earlier with Apollo, he had a message for my friend, and that was nothing more than that. Spirit guides of any sort can come and go as they please. Some might only come because you need them in that moment. What I have noticed is most don't have more than three spirit guides. I'm sure there are plenty who have more, but from what I have found when I'm finding them for people is they're about three or less. I find the hardest ones to figure out exactly who they are are the ancestors. <clears throat> I've had a few witches ask me to help them with find figure out who their guides are. It was an an and this one in particular was an ancestor who dated back 500 years ago. At this point, I had absolutely no idea how to tell you exactly who this person was. Especially since not everyone in the world has written in not everyone in the world is written in a history book for doing something worthy of being written in books. Also, not many can actually trace their family tree that far back anyways. I'm sure I know I sure as hell can't. <laughs> Now we're pro now you're probably asking when is the right time to actually start working with them. Well, it differs from person to person. You can ask a more established witch like myself. Other times you'll just know, but I wouldn't trust that I just know feeling until you have strong intuition st skills, which you will definitely need to work on. <clears throat> um I have I have many of my protégés and regulars ask me if they are ready all the time. How do I know? Easy. Divination. I have a strong bond with my deities, so they always tell me the truth, even if it might hurt my feelings. Um, sometimes I have to tell them that when I notice hesitation in their answer, though, just to remind them that I am okay with an answer I don't particularly like. And truthfully, you will know when you know. Meeting mine just happened out of the blue. I was doing tarot readings on a live broadcast when I was suddenly hit with fatigue. I had the sudden urge to ask my pendulum if my spirit guides were present. I had a hunch for who they were and went through the list. If they said yes, I gave them a true or false question about the said deity's lore. Let me tell you, meeting all seven at them was seven of them at once was exhausting. That night I did eight readings with eight different gods. One wasn't even my spirit guide or patron god. Truth be told, Zeus just felt like hanging out and I kid you not, he has crackhead energy. <sighs> he, 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 being lightning god, lightning god makes so much sense. He has so much energy. I, I don't know how to handle him. <laughs> and though I say you will just know when the time is right, many will still take that leap with they when they're really not. When it comes to deities, you need to be cautious and actually ready for it. Don't jump in because it sounds fun and you want them now. If you're uncertain about things in regards 
to them, simply ask for help. I have built a community for exactly that reason. Everyone needs help from time. <clears throat> Sorry. Everyone needs help from time to time, even me. Do not be scared to ask for help because it's better you ask than things going wrong. Personally, my Instagram DMs, coven of moonflower with an I instead of an E, is always open for you to ask questions about the craft. I am always willing to help. If I don't know the answer, I will however find it for you and the information the information will be trustworthy, unlike most of the internet. I've said it once, I've said it a million times. There's plenty of false information in the on the internet. So be cautious of said things. <clears throat> Sorry I'm doing that a lot, guys. My third is sore, but I needed to really get through this. And no. <clears throat> you do not need to be in a coven to seek help. I will have an entire episode dedicated to covens and even talk with my own. Talk about my own, sorry. For now, this is deities in you. Asking for help when you need it. Witchcraft is exciting, I know. Yes, it is a lot of fun. But please, you know yourself better than you think. Do your shadow work, meditate, learn the history, and if you need help, seek it out. Now, a lot of you are probably going to come to me and be like, oh, but I have such a hard time meditating. I don't know how you can clear your mind. Believe it or not, no one can, well, not no one. I'm pretty sure there's someone out there who can just like meditate on the spot the first time they try. But most of the time, people don't really... What's the word I'm looking for? <laughs> most of the time, people can't do it off the spot. It takes time. It takes practice. Little by little, honey. Little by little. Um, one of my favorite um, methods of meditation is a chakra meditation. Um... <clears throat> I know this this was supposed to be all about deities, but honestly, there's like not a lot of talk about when it comes to meditation. So I'll just add this little tidbit at the end. So what I like to do when I'm meditating, at least for the very first time for me, actually trying to legit meditate. Other times I would meditate, but I wasn't really feeling like I was because my mind would always wander into something else. I would be thinking about this and that. I... I think about a lot of stuff. I'm a very creative person, so my mind is running 50 miles an hour, if not 5 million miles an hour. And that's fine. Everybody's different. I get it. Meditation can be hard. You do it little by little. But what I like to do, especially when I first started out, and I don't know why it worked out fairly well. It might not work out for you, but that's fine. You keep trying new things and you see what works for you. And that's not just meditation. That's the whole damn craft for you. But one of the things I personally like to do is I like to close my eyes, sit in a quiet spot, and in the center of my forehead, not the center, like, okay, a, like eh, the middle of my forehead above my eyebrows, I imagine a purple lotus blooming petal by petal. Now, imagine it. Don't try to force it to go faster than it is. Um, 
when you're imagining it blooming, it will most likely go very slow and you like try to speed it up, but it doesn't speed up. Just slow down and focus on it. Petal by petal, layer by layer of a lotus flower. And then imagine it getting very bright, very vivid, bright color. And just imagine that purple running as a string, not a string, but like, I guess a vein, a solid vein going through your arms to your hands, all the way down your core into your legs. And then you'll go down to your third eye. Your third eye, you will imagine this eye opening, and this is between your eyebrows. Um, you will imagine that eye opening. Again, it might be very slow, especially if your third eye is not opened. And that's okay. So you're going to, this is going to be another shade of purple. This is going to be more of a deeper purple. Yeah, deeper purple. And it's, you, once your eye is open, you're going to imagine that same cord flowing through you, except for imagine this one twisting around the one that already exists from your crown chakra. Next, you're going to go with your throat. <clears throat> now, the chakras from here down, they don't have a particular image, so you're just going to imagine an orb of light. Your throat chakra is blue. Your heart chakra is green. Your... Uh, solar plex chakra is yellow and then it's orange that's so like in the middle of your stomach and then finally you have red which is at like the base of your spine <clears throat> you're gonna imagine one by one just like you had done the two other chakras you're gonna imagine this little orb of light getting darker I mean brighter and brighter and then finally it's gonna twist around and you're gonna do that for all of them they're gonna become a rope and they're gonna twist around the one that you had before and you're going to hold that for a little while. Once you have held that, you now need to ground. Now, grounding is very simple. You can do this while you're meditating or you can stop meditating and then you can go outside and do your grounding. But your grounding essentially is what I do when I'm doing it in the meditation. I imagine that cord that I had been adding a little bit of string to one by one gets bigger and it consumes me into like a beam of light. And I will imagine this light going up high above the clouds and then going low down into the earth, becoming like a pillar from the earth to the heavens. Um, and then I'll open my eyes and I'll feel light and fluffy and kind of very serene. <clears throat> and that is what I do for that. Um, another way of grounding would be doing something similar, but you can just like literally get up and go put your feet in the grass, stand barefoot outside. Um, and imagine your toes becoming branches of roots of a tree and you're as tall as the sky and the trees and that's a basic meditation. It works for me. It won't work for everyone. I understand that. So just like try here and there and see what you find that actually works for you. I suggest that. That actually helps a lot of people, believe it or not, when I explain it that way. But yeah, you can do it all on your own. So you guys remember, do your research. If you have questions, I am always open for questions. As long as you don't ask me, like, an obvious, clearly stupid question, then we'll be fine. I get there's a lot of mis <laughs> misconceptions about witchcraft, 
and that's fine. I am here to help. I'm here to answer your questions. So if you guys have questions, do let me know. That's all I have for you this week or this month. I don't actually have a set schedule too much yet. Um, so until next time, my lovelies, stay witchy.